Are you having a hard time finding a good book to read about Twin Peaks? Did you finish binge-watching Twin Peaks in quarantine, and now you're looking for more? If so, we have the book for you. Twin Peaks Unwrapped, the book. Based off the popular show from the 1990s, read about the making of each episode from over 100 cast and crew members. This book covers Season 1, Season 2, Firewalk With Me, and Season 3. But wait, there's more! This book has commentary from the community and the host from the wildly popular podcast Twin Peaks Unwrapped. Order now! Supplies are very limited. Go to bluerosemag.com today. Twin Peaks Unwrapped. I'm your host, Ben Durant, and beside me is... Brian Kazaska. Hey, Brian. Hey, Ben. It's been it's been a vacation. We're back from our little uh, what are you vacation. About? We never took a break. We've been on every week. Oh, uh, we have. <laughs> we were on last week, the week before, before we had We were our, here on Christmas of, Day. Yeah, we've been... What are you talking about? Break. I know. <laughs> well, we haven't seen each other in a while. Really? Last week. <laughs> um, yeah, we get, were on vacation uh, for we the month. Vacation. Yeah. So I hope everybody month. appreciated and, and enjoyed our uh, David Lynch shorts. And <laughs> I'm gonna laugh again. <laughs> everybody appreciated um, our best up. A big thank you to everybody who helped us out with that show. That made it possible. My goodness. And so, Brian, that was all you, though, that, that came up with this idea for uh, White Sands Radio. Listen, I had the idea, yeah. but the fact that everybody was on board and uh, gave us those wonderful things made it become reality. So I take no credit other than having an idea, but it being done... Yeah. It was just awesome. Everybody made it possible. It's so cool. I mean, Pickering Peaks with those two commercials with the... Uh, yes. <laughs> they were good. They were both so good. What was it? One of them was about the... Uh, Richard that, Horn. Yeah. It was the Horn department the, the store. The Horn department store there. And, and Sparkle. Then, sparkle. Oh, my gosh. They really topped themselves on that one. That was so funny, the Sparkle. I mean, like... You know, oh. and I, I didn't give them big directions. I just yeah. said, hey, this is the time period try to make it sound like this. You can do whatever you want. And they came back with those. It was great. And then Josh Mitten with his, the casino one, oh, which yeah. was really good. And the, the fact that we got to make one, right. I had it ringing in my head. I'm you like, we got to make that. this one. You kept on trying to push it off on other people to say, hey, we got to do the Leland Palmer the, commercial. Yes, and yeah. every email I brought, like, like uh, Leland Palmer sings the hits, thinking someone would do it. Yes. And then nobody did it. And I was like, all right, Ben, we got to do it. Right. And then we had Deer Metal Radio The movie. movie? 
<laughs> I can't wait till it comes out. He he did a great Boy, job. Boy, it's with gonna that. be a while though. I think. So. Yeah, you know, over the uh, winter vacation, I did listen to his interview with Mark Frost. Ah, very good. That was awesome. He, I liked that. That was yeah. Good. It was a good. It was a good interview. Um, so yeah. and then we have the, the, Jubal as the announcer. I mean, like his voice. That uh, he did an amazing job. Yeah. Um, the fact that. We had a special guest, the Pink Lady, who came in. Oh, yeah, that's where the Deer Metal Radio. Deer, Pink Lady did our little, uh, you know, the White station. Sands radio. White Sands yeah, Radio. Yeah. Uh, it was very cool of her. And then uh, Scott Ryan, who decided, yes, I'll play again. I'll play in your sandbox yet again. He <laughs> loves it. And what I love is ad libs, though. Like, I mean, like, the, you start off with, like, okay, here's things what we want you to talk about. Yeah, it's a and loose then he, script. Just, he just riffs. I mean, he brings in the jokes, and it's so funny. It's so good. And uh, the fact that we all got to hear Scott Ryan's radio voice get killed by the woodsman at the end was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and, they did. Everybody, such, a, such an amazing work. And it's just, yeah. I just love the community. Our Twin Peaks community is just so amazing how we can all come together. I think we should do some more projects. I mean, I was talking with Bickering Peaks, and I think it would be awesome if we did some other type of stuff like this. Yeah, I I, I think there's going to be a little future. Yeah, let's see. Maybe in projects. 2018 we'll do something else. Yeah, I, let us know what you guys think. I'd love to hear more feedback on the show. What people thought of it. I mean, we, social media was great. It seems like people were enjoying it, but yeah, the, I think the commercials really made it because it was that extra itch to listen. Because you might have heard all those interviews. Yeah, but in between them was the cool <laughs> was really cool stuff. You know, and if you missed out, go listen now. Yeah. Stop this show. Go listen to that one. So what are Come we back. doing now? I mean, I think I think we've got some plans for the for this next month or so that we want to do. Well, yes. Uh, first in housekeeping, before we get our, to our interview with Sabrina Sutherland. Ah, Sabrina Sutherland, executive producer of Twin Peaks. Yeah, she's an amazing person. Yes. And she was very gracious to come back and talk to us. And it was amazing. So she's not sick of us then. She's not sick of us yet. So <laughs> it's great. But... Before we get into anything, I do want to mention to all our listeners, if you use the coupon code TPU, you can get $2 off your 2018 Blue Rose Magazine subscription. And that's only for us, and that's only in the month of January. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So toilet paper you. Yes. TPU. T- toilet paper. $2 off a yeah. subscription. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. that's a good deal. Very cool. And we'll have more housekeeping after the interview. I don't want to bore you right now. I want to get to the meat of the show. Yes, but so for this next month, we are going to try to cover the Blu-ray, the new Twin Peaks limited event series Blu-ray. We're going to try every week to have uh, somebody on to talk about it. So why don't we talk with Sabrina? (laughs) Sabrina, we thought we'd talk about the Blu-ray. And since, you know, it's been out for several weeks, about a month or so, but I thought it'd be fun to talk to you about your involvement with it. You, you've been, you're listed as an executive producer and producer of the documentaries. Can you share with us your role in the Blu-ray and the documentaries? Sure. The Blu-ray overall, all the pieces that went into the Blu-ray, that was um, Ken Ross from CBS, mm-hmm. David, and myself. And that was calling through everything, figuring out what, what would work and what wouldn't and what you know, what should be put in, what shouldn't be put in. And so that's the team that did that. That's the executive producer part. And then as far as producing with Richard and Jason's in particular, and Charlie was kind of more on his own. It was working with them from day one and being on, actually calling them ahead of time and talking Mm -hmm. to them about what they were going to do. And then 
you know, working from like pre-production or development even and through pre-production, production, post and then delivery. So yeah. it was throughout the whole thing for all of them. Wow. That's something. That's yeah, a lot. Cool. And, and, and wow. you then have the uh, also your <laughs> producer title for the actual show. So you had a lot going on. Yeah, it was a, a, a you know full a full four or five years of stuff. Yeah, so it was pretty extensive, but um, it was well worth it. I think. I, I think everybody really did a great job, and and I'm happy that I was able to be able to work on it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And I love seeing actually seeing you there with David Lynch behind, yeah. behind the scenes working. Yep. And and we've talked before how David Lynch is involved with everything, but to actually get the opportunity to see him. You know, doing the scenes and actually do really, he is so involved with everything that happens in making the show. Yeah, he is the point person for everything. You know, I I feel bad for him in a way because he was on call twenty four seven, and um, nothing really could be done without him. Obviously. Wow. And I imagine you were the next one to call, right? Or maybe you were the first one to call, and then you, you said you let David know. I imagine. Well, yeah, I think I was just kind of there to make sure everybody got heard because it's very difficult for, you know, a hundred plus people going to one person all the time. Yeah. So I'm kind of there to help facilitate more than anything, um, making sure everything's running right. Uh, Everybody has their say that needs to with David, getting information from David out to people. So um, it's a lot of logistics and communication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell us how uh, Impressions, A Journey Behind the Scenes of Twin Peaks, Jason S.'s documentary came about. Like, did he pitch his idea? Or, like, it's very unique in that I, I take it as almost like a, a foreigner experience of chasing after David Lynch. And you have this. Yeah, it's a very it's a very unique <laughs> yeah. structured documentary. How did this come about? When it was all determined that we were going to have a new show, one of the key things that Ken, myself, and David wanted to do was to have a, a behind-the-scenes person there all the time, right. mainly because, you know, traditional behind-the-scenes are certainly not David's cup of tea, but they don't really get behind the scenes. It's kind of more commercial or yeah. not really. It, it doesn't really explain a lot necessarily, or they don't. Uh, necessarily explain what really happens behind the scenes. It's more interviews with people and talking, but not seeing things, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah. And David was uh, with Jason. Jason also did Lynch 1, Lynch 2, the new Lynch 3, the art life. He and Jason have a very close relationship, and he's fine with Jason shooting David for, uh, you know, all the time. David and I were talking, David was adamant that it was Jason who had to be this particular videographer in a way. Yeah. And he wanted Jason to be there every day. Wow. So um, unfortunately, Jason couldn't come at the very beginning of the shoot when we were up in Washington. The first few weeks, he came up towards the end when we were in Washington. Yeah. So we were able to get Charlie, who's worked with Ken before, and also, he he did has done some other Twin Peaks things in the past. Right. Um, Charlie came up for a week when Jason couldn't be there, so that's how Charlie got his footage. And then when Jason came up, Jason was with us every day, shooting. And he, you know, as you could see, he was shooting David. Jason was given 
you know, you do what you want to do, however you want this to be, what you want this to be like. And so I had been talking with Jason before him even coming and just him to do this because he was not even here. He was working somewhere else. And so talking with him about it, and he said, well, he had kind of a particular thing he would like to do. So we agreed, okay, whatever you want to do is great. It's some beautiful work. I mean, yeah. like you, in one instance, you have this really wide shot in this landscape of this beautiful country. And then you'll get really close up on David Lynch, and you get to be—it feels very intimate, and like mm-hmm. you get to see how he directs. And it's—it's it's a really beautiful piece that he did. I—I I know that it's broken up into sections, but to me, it's one big documentary, and it's—it it really is very beautiful. Yeah, I think Jason did a, a, a great job. You know, for me, there's so much material he shot every day. Yeah, I—I I don't know. He might have like over 300 hours worth of footage. Wow. I don't know. He's wow. got so much footage. And he had to pare it down to be these 30-minute films, and he created 10 of them. But, you know, it was hard figuring out which pieces to use, and I think Jason did a great job. He did a really great job. It is something, yeah. Yeah. So Richard's piece, uh, Richard Beamer, it was really interesting, too, to be part of the Red Room. How did he get involved with, with making this documentary? Well, Richard, like Jason, has worked with David. We've been working on this other documentary on Maharishi. And back in 2009, uh, yeah, because we, uh, David and I were shooting in China, and David had to then fly to India to shoot some footage in India for this film, this documentary. And Richard went as well and did a behind-the-scenes version of David shooting this film, which is available, I think, online. Yeah, it's a beautiful world. It's a documentary, I believe mm-hmm. it is. I still, I've been meaning to ch- check it. it out. I, I still haven't had a chance to see it, but I, I'm very intrigued by the, by the concept and that he's just following David around in <laughs> in India, right? You said in in India, yeah. yeah. We were doing a film. I didn't get to go on that. Uh, like I said, I was doing the thing in China, and David uh, went to kind of follow in the footsteps of Maharishi in India. So we had a whole schedule travel thing planned for him and and it was a really quick trip um and richard went on that and shot that so david is familiar with richard likes richard likes how he shoots kind of behind the scenes david doesn't like that traditional behind the scenes like i said before he likes things that are more interesting more artful and more you know you kind of get more of a depth of what really is going on behind the scenes or some you, you get the flavor or the mood or something mm. other than just talking heads describing yeah. something. I really so, like it. Um, I love it. I, I, yeah. I, I kind of have it on a loop. It's something that some, I mean, I've watched, I've watched it all, but then I'll just have it on and, and just enjoy it in the background something because it really is a special thing. Was Richard and Jason there at the same time or would it be something where Jason would have a week off and Richard would come in and do the Red Room? Uh, no, no. When... when um, Richard shot the Red Room. Jason was there as well. So I think sometimes, I don't know about Richard, because Jason really, most of his behind-the-scenes was focused on David. I mean, like, whenever you see David on Sundays, you only see David. You don't see me and Scott Cameron talking to him. You hear Scott's voice a lot, but you wouldn't even know that I was there. You know, I mean, it's all focused on David. And that's kind of what Jason wanted to do, focus on what David was doing, make it kind of like a master class of David directing. Mm. 
where Richard was much more about, you know, a, a completely different filmmaker. So he had a different point of view. So I think in Richard's film, you might see Jason every once in a while. But for the most part, um, Jason probably kept out of Richard's. And, and I know with um, Jason's film, his was more focused on David directly. So I don't think that Richard was in it at all. Yeah. But they were there, they were there at the same time. That's something. And there's so many great stories, and we get to see so much of what Lynch is doing and working on this uh, show. You had shared with us at the at the Twin Peaks Festival about how Miguel had scheduling conflict. And to be able to see in this documentary where Lynch is, you keep, where David seems to be agonizing, but to tell the crew, you know, we need to work Saturdays and stuff like that. Yeah. I thought that was a special moment that that was shared with fans to see that, hey, you know, we, we all, we're all kind of, a, it seems to me like you guys are all family and you guys pull it together and you guys work things out. And it was, it was a nice scene to see. Yeah, that's one of my, well, I think even I said that, um, something that's just very touching to me and I'm really glad that Jason did include that because yeah. it does show how much, all of us, but David in particular, just loved Miguel yeah, and yeah. wanted to make it work with him. And even though people were upset about it, you know, it was kind of like, well, this is what we're going to do. Let's all work together and, and make it fun. And, and everybody did. I don't want to make it seem like there was any, uh, after that kind of, not confrontation, but that um, plea at the production meeting at, mm -hmm. where David says that, everybody was on board and everybody loved Miguel. I mean, you yeah. can't not like him. Right. I think it came more as a frustration because we had been working so hard up in Washington and we had just come back to L.A. We thought, OK, we'll have a little bit of a break by having only five days to work and two days the weekend to relax. But with Miguel having to work on Saturdays, it, it made it hard. Yeah. Oh. Other things I wonder about is that there was the, these commercials like uh, David eating a donut. Is, was this all something that you guys produced or was this something that Showtime came in and put a camera there while David ate a donut? No, there, there's a whole group of them. Those are all David. David edited all of those. Oh, yeah. David put all of those teasers together. That is really That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Now, this is me being a geeky thing here. You can see, you can, I always have to have at least one really geeky question. Yeah. There's, you can barely see a cup somebody's drinking while David eats a donut. And yet, can you share with us who that person is that's drinking maybe coffee while he's eating a donut? Well, um, that, that actually got taken from the, the scene. So if you look in the scene where he's eating the donut, you can see who's drinking the coffee. Oh. Is it Laura Dern or is it? I'm trying to think. Yeah, who's the whole gang was the there? Gang Tammy was there. was there, I believe. Yes. Um, uh, Miguel was there. Well, uh, so what you have what you have to do then is you have to look at that camera angle okay. and see who was on his right side there drinking, and you'll know exactly who it was. So Sabrina, Sabrina's giving me some homework here. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. you said you were a geek. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I will yeah. do that tonight. I'm going home. Yes, yeah. dude. That's funny. Uh, that's really cool to know that he actually edited those pieces together i think that's really awesome he does it all he does it all <laughs> yeah wow well he was he was editing the show and we needed teasers you know to be on tv at the same time right. so while he was also editing the show he would edit these teasers wow isn't that something that's, that's really cool. cool so i have are, have you taken a break are you are you have you got some time to relax a little <laughs> Finally, yes. I, <laughs> when we were uh, out of town, uh, you know, doing that those things, um, I got really sick on my uh, right mm. at the very end of it. So I was sick 
um, just up to the holiday. And then I think last week I finally was able to relax with no sickness, and now I'm back to work again. So. And when you say you're back to work, can you share with us what you're working on? Or? No, 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 no new show or anything like that. I'm still working on Twin Peaks. We have other things we're still doing with Twin Peaks. Wow. So um, the show, you know, this last season, nothing new. And um, all of, you know, David has other things that I work on. I don't work just on the production uh, of shows. I have, you know, other things that I'm responsible for. Sure. So, and yeah. David does a lot of stuff. So. Oh, yeah. Any chance we might see on the air at some point uh, on a Blu-ray or a hotel room or, or even I would love to see Lost Highway. I mean, these are all, there's so many Lynch's works that I would love to see on, on Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Yeah. Closer to be Lost Highway than on the air and wow. hotel room at this point. Um, I'm, I'm looking at Lost Highway for sure. That would be a great thing, I think. That, that would, be, would cool. be a really fun one. Because I worked on that one, so yeah, <laughs> and then, you know that's my favorite David Lynch film. That yeah, is, that is. Oh, I, I'm is very really? excited. Yeah, I've, I don't know. I just love that dreaminess of it, and the dialogue, and the style, and the I, usually the that, soundtrack. Usually, that music isn't what I like, but it works for that film. When it, and I just I just caught caught up in it. So yeah, it's a really special yeah. movie, and and I it's exciting. We should we, we'd love to have you on again sometime. Maybe if if it comes out at some point, just to talk about your work in in Lost Highway. That would be cool. Oh, sure. I'd love to do that. that I, I really like that film myself. So, yeah, I'd be happy to. So hopefully something like that um, can happen. And I'm I'm kind of working to try and make that happen. But um, I think On the Air and Hotel Room are a little bit more far removed from anything happening, at least yeah. right now. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And I wanted to say congratulations on being on the top list of critics and, and for TV and for film for, for Twin Peaks. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> pretty, pretty awesome. Impressive. Yeah. And- Isn't that great? You know that um, we always felt and did in particular that, that this really was a movie. And so it was very satisfying to have people recognize it as a film because yeah. that's really the, the angle, you know, it was approached at by um, David and us. Yeah, yeah, that's so. pretty cool. And, and Brian, this weekend, Brian and I are going to go to the uh, Museum of Modern Art and see yeah. Twin Peaks oh. on the big screen. So I don't know if we're going to get to see all 18 parts, but we'll see at least, I'm, I'm going to see at least eight of the parts. And, stuff. Yep. and that's really exciting to actually see it on the big screen, which I almost feel like that's what David would want, <laughs> to, yes. to see it on the big screen. Yeah, well, it, it'll be really nice. I'm really um, glad you're able to do that. I don't know that that will happen again anytime soon. Wow. Um, it's kind of a once once in a not a lifetime, but, you know, once in a while kind of thing. Yeah. So um, enjoy it, and you'll have to let me know what you think. We yeah. did uh, DCPs of all of them, so they are a more, you know, theatrical version, so it should be nice. And That's so I'm awesome. not familiar with that. What is DCP? The version that is for theaters versus oh. for television. Mm. We went back into the lab to color time for wow. a, a theater, you know, when it's bigger, it it changes. Mm -hmm. And also the audio um, changed for a bigger space. The quality would be better than a Blu-ray, right? The quality will be much better than a Blu-ray. Wow. That's cool. I mean, now I'm even more excited. I was just excited to see the big screen. Now I'm like, wow. Episode eight is really, you know, uh, I'm looking forward to to seeing the big screen. I think you're going to see like a 4K version of it, basically. So it'll be a very great version like i said i'd really hope you'll 
tell me what you think. What yeah, it looks definitely. Like. Oh, so what, it's interesting you mentioned 4K because, you know, 4K slowly, you know, getting up there with TVs and everything. And I was wondering, mm-hmm. like, would there have been a 4K release of the new series at all? Or maybe that's something down the pipe if, if it's viable to do so? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe um, that that's a possibility. Hopefully that, that might be something that might happen. I mean, certainly we shot it so that that would be possible. Yeah. But um, I don't know how probable it is, but yeah. that's a possibility. And I really hope it does come out eventually. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, I love the fact that 4K is becoming, it's actually, I mean, Blu-ray seemed to uh, kind of flatline a little. But 4K seems to have a little traction to it. So I'm hoping 4K continues on the physical form and we, we can get that. And I noticed on the um, uh, Firewalk With Me Blu-ray release not that long ago, it said remastered in 4K. And then I was like, but we have a Blu-ray version of it. How come there's not a 4K <laughs> version of this But it says mastered in 4K? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do you know anything about that? Maybe a 4K version of that somewhere? Or you don't know? Uh, well, no, you know, not, not again, not anytime soon. The, pro- the problem with that is most people don't have 4K televisions, mm. right? right? Most right. people have HD at this point. Yeah. So a Blu-ray is still the best, yeah. pretty much, that people are watching. Yeah, so yeah. As, as the 4K televisions take off and more people buy them, then that induces companies to say, hey, we should put this out in 4K. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a 4K TV, but don't I then also need a 4K player? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, even, yeah. even though I have the TV, it's still not, yeah, I can't yeah, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. But yeah, that's really something. Yeah. So, well, you know what I mean, though. It's yeah, like, yeah. And, and it's unfortunate for us because we would, you know, you deliver the broadcast version that is, you know, we have here's like a 4K version, but when you broadcast, it's sometimes it's HD, and other places it's just standard def. I mean, you just yeah. don't know right. what it is. So you know, as things change and consumers buy more things, then companies will say, "Hey, we can make more money, and we can put this out as this." Yeah. I, I will say that, like, I don't know about you, Brian, but when I put in that Blu-ray and I watched Twin Peaks, I could see that the quality was even better than. If, oh, from, from even recording off TV or streaming, I said, "Wow!" I don't know if it's my eyes, but I swear that the physical quality, form is always better. Yeah, it still looked, yeah. it looked incredible, and like yeah. you guys have done such a great work on this piece. I'm still I'm still so impressed with what you guys have put together, and you guys deserve to win some awards. I'm hoping Kyle McLaughlin wins for the gold. Yeah, fingers Globe. are crossed. Yeah. Fingers are crossed. Yeah, I sure hope he wins too. He really deserves it. Yeah. He did an amazing job. He he is um, a workhorse. He's he does, he's just he's great in everything. He did a lot of parts in ours. You know, he had mm-hmm. to change those characters. Yeah. He really did an amazing job. Amazing job. Yeah. And it was fun to watch uh, uh, Charles's uh, documentary where he started off with, with seeing Mr. C come in, in and, you know, Lynch, uh, David and him are talking. And then I'm guessing hours later he comes back as, as Cooper and stuff. So it was, <laughs> it was fun to see that, wow, in one day Kyle has been playing two characters. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Or maybe it was that that was one day, but yeah. maybe that's how it was edited. I don't know that it was one day, but maybe it was. Maybe it was. It looked. I, I guess I took it to be yeah. one day because it seemed so quick that. 
the yeah. um the other documentaries, it was fun to see uh, David Lynch say goodbye to him as different Aww. characters. Yeah. That was kind of <laughs> cool. He's like, this is yeah. the last day for Mr. The Evil Cooper. Because yeah, yeah. nobody called him Mr. <laughs> C at the time. Yeah. yeah, the double, you know. And yeah. it, that was kind of cool. The last day for Dougie. Yeah. And I really liked that. And me and Ben... We're in TV and broadcasting, our backgrounds. My favorite, I don't know why it was my favorite, but when uh, David Lynch was fighting the clock for daylight and they're doing the stuff out in the, in, the, uh, in the street and they needed that shot done and the sun's going down and you just see him like he, he's upset because he needs this to be done. And the crew, because they're professionals, they just get it done. And they. Mm. I think it came out across like they got it done in one take. They got it done. And the, the smile on his face <laughs> is just – his smile is beautiful. When yeah. he, you can tell, like, he was just so happy. And I think it was, like, my favorite part. You got mm. to see, like, uh, you know, you're pushed against the wall and you have no choice. And yeah. you, you see everybody come together and get that scene done. It was kind of really – it was really cool. It was my favorite. I wanted to see more of that, like, yeah. that kind of stuff. But it was really cool. I think our crew really – they went beyond the usual. They really put their hearts into this yeah. and really came across as the professionals that they are and really tried to make – you know, everything that David wanted happened, which was great. It's hard. Mm, it's hard yeah. because David, it, you know, he wants you to step up your game. You can't just call it in. You really have to work hard. Yeah. And it's fun. it's fun, though. I mean, you could probably see maybe that everybody was having a fun time on yeah. the set. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, enjoy things. But you had to work. Right. And I enjoyed seeing that you had fun. I mean, I think of you as a very, uh, I mean, when we're talking, you're having fun, but I feel like when you're on the set, you seem to me like you'd be very serious and you've got things and you've got budgets and you've got things to take care of. But at least in these documentaries, I see that you had a good time with the cast, like Kimmy and things. And that's wonderful to see, see all of you guys having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I think um, my favorite is the one where I'm just laughing hysterically. I don't think you even know that it's me, but I'm laughing hysterically because of the uh, Fusco brothers. Uh, yes, uh, yes. brothers. Yeah. I don't think I knew and, that was you. Yeah, that was me. And I, I, I'm trying to explain to David he can't use that name. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, yeah, the name. To listen to me. Yeah, uh, the name. Like, and he's just like, yeah, whatever. And then you're like, right. and you come up. And, that that had me cracking up too. You guys going back and forth about the names. Right. That was really funny. One of one yeah. of my favorite scenes in the documentaries was uh, was Cheryl Lee having to be uh, kind of like thrown up or thrown like they're trying to make her look like she's pulled away. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. And it's yeah. interesting because I imagine in pre production there's a lot of things you've tried to figure out beforehand, and then you actually get to production and you actually have to make it work. <laughs> work. What, what was that like for you to be on the set and say, okay, this is not working the way we want it to? Yeah, I mean that that happens quite often. Well, I worked with David for probably a year going through things and then we probably had about six to eight months of planning things with other people and then when you actually shoot them you think that all your planning you know it helps but there's always there are always things that that are thrown at you and you have to figure things out and the other thing is too David likes to experiment Hmm. so you're never locked into something it's never you know, this is what we're going to do, A, B, C, D, because David will say, hey, I want to do Y today. Yeah. You know, and um, even though Scott Cameron was able to 
schedule us and we kept on that schedule, David would want to add something new. And that was my one disappointment was I wasn't able to give him something every day Hmm. because we were fighting time to get everything done. And um, he, he would like to experiment a little bit and come up with new things and it was something that sometimes it's like, you know, we're not going to be able to do that today. Yeah. That's tough. But, I mean, at the same time, you guys, I believe you guys probably got into on, on budget and you got on time and, and, this, and you were able to produce a great quality work. Yeah. Mm, well, thank you. It was, it was difficult, but <laughs> it got done. <laughs> it got done. And thanks to you. Wow. Yeah. And, huh. It's so exciting to talk to you again. And I just thought it would be great to be, now that the Blu-ray is out, to just get a little sense of what, what it was like for you working on this stuff. And I love the documentaries. I'm yeah. amazed that you guys did like three, I'm calling them three documentaries. I mean, it's hard because Jason, <laughs> Jason S's is like five hours long. Yep. But it's still impressive to have all these documentaries in this Blu-ray. And it, it's so good. Well, I'm glad you like them all. I think that they all did such a great job, and I think um, they deserve to be there. You know, yeah. so I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad you like them. Yeah, it, it, it is a beautiful thing. We 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 love. It. I know the fans love it. Uh, I know Christmas time, everybody's like posting pictures on Twitter yes. if they got it for Christmas uh. and how they've been waiting. <laughs> and I mean, I'm like, it comes out right before Christmas. Right. I got to get it before do i get as a present that's that struggle what yes. do i want no, it, <laughs> this is how great the twin peaks community is sabrina uh, ben he ordered one on amazon it wasn't going to come in on time so he got one from showtime because we were going to promote it and uh mm-hmm. ben was very kind i was sick home i was homesick for like three days and ben comes to my house and he picked uh, a copy of it at the local Best Buy and yep. he brought he brought it to me Aww. as a, as a gift. Aww. It was very nice. He shows up at my front door and I had something <laughs> oh, to watch when so I was sick. That service was. Yeah. <laughs> it was so nice of Ben. Oh yeah, and it's so good. And I'm sure you, yeah. you enjoyed watching it. I watched it. all of Disc Eight like that whole day. Oh, <laughs> well, Sabrina, that's really sweet. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. I, Sure. I'm crossing my fingers for Lost Highway, and I, I hope that if it comes, you know, we're able to get a Blu-ray of it, that you will come back on and tell us about your experience working on that film. Sure. If, if it happens, if it I happens. promise you I will. Yeah. <laughs> and if it doesn't, maybe we should just have you on anyway yeah, at some yeah. point down the line. But it, it's, it means so much to us that you came on again to talk with us, and I always love you sharing all your stories with us, and, and just thank you. Um, yeah, well, thank you very much for inviting me. I, I You know, I appreciate it very much. So thank you. Thank you, Sabrina. We're starting the year off right. I I mean, this is an amazing get yet again. Sabrina, thank you. So awesome you came yeah, back on I the show. I always love the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. I always love hearing about like how, how they put this together, how they got the people. And, yeah, so it's really interesting that she can share this stuff with us. You know, it's weird. I, I was thinking about it. It's like we got a tons behind the scenes, but then we're like, no, we want to know behind the scenes of the behind the right. scenes. So we're getting like very meta here. Yes. Then it's gonna be like, we want to know behind the scenes. Yeah. We're we're literally next week we're gonna be talking to Charles who did a documentary on the first week of Twin Peaks, Peaks. of, of recording. Yeah. So it's like behind the scenes, behind the scenes, <laughs> behind the scenes. Right. I remember, I think when we first started, there was somebody who said to us that, you know, we we're always going into the weeds. And like, I guess at first I could take that as a criticism, but I think that's what it, that's what the show is. We yeah. are unwrapping Twin Peaks. We are going to go layer. It's like an onion. We just keep on going it away. <laughs> if we start crying, yeah. it's going to be okay. Uh, um, but before we wrap things up, I want to remind everybody again, get, 
$2 off your Blue Rose magazine subscription for the month of January. This coupon is only good for the month of January. TPU is the code. Uh, go to Blue Rose Magazine. Is it bluerosemagazine.com? I'm imagining. I've never been to the webpage. I know there's a link on social media. So you can go to bluerosemag.com and subscribe. And type in TPU for the month of January. Get yourself $2 off. The whole year subscription. That's four issues. Amazing. Cover to cover, beautiful Twin Peaks material that you won't get anywhere else. I'm really excited about Ray Wise. They got to interview Ray Wise. I can't wait so to. So cool. So cool. Yeah. I so, mean, there's some cool stuff coming out. Yeah, a down. lot of great things happening. So, yeah. and like, and you get John Thorne's, you know, essays and what he, you know, I mean, I just love his writing and I would just, anything he wrote, I think I would buy. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. So definitely check that out www.bluerosemag.com. Also, Ben, uh, over the holidays, we got an email from Podbean. This is a big thank you out to our community. We found out we are in the top 10 of TV and film on Podbean, and that is very for awesome. For 2017. For 2017, so, yeah. For yeah. the whole year 2017, we are in the top 10 of TV and film. Yeah, and they're going to promote our show, which might get us more listeners. That would be awesome. So if you're new to the show, welcome. If you're not, welcome. And But a big thank you to everybody who supported us. And I think that's really cool. It's a yeah, cool little awesome. uh, pat in the back for all the hard work we've done over yeah. the, uh, 2017. So good job, Ben. Good yes. job, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, community, for supporting yeah. us. Thank you for everyone. And also, you can follow us on Twitter at Twin Peaks Unwrapped. We're on Facebook. The likes keep them coming. Twin Peaks Unwrapped. And if you have a question, you have a theory, you just want to say hi, send us an email at Twin Peaks unwrapped at gmail.com anything more to say about the store how is the uh, shirts did 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 we save any shirts left or are they all gone gone (laughs) over the top is gone come on um the dougie is gone if you want to donate a shirt if you have a shirt idea if you have an idea if you have a logo or something you made and you want to share it with us and donate it to the cause you most certainly can um our T Public page, it's linked on our social medias. You can check that out. It's in our show notes. That helps support, uh, supports us and allows us to keep these shows online. Yeah. It I costs mean, money to keep all these yeah. shows online. I mean, it's not outrageous money, but it, there is a cost to having a server where mm-hmm. we keep our, our MP3s and to manage yeah. it and stuff like that. So there is a cost. And if we made even more money, it would still go back to the show. It would still go into finding ways to do other interviews, to try, if we yes. ever, to do trips or things like that. So it always goes back to the show. Yeah, it supports us. And we, we appreciate everybody who uh, bought a shirt or a sweatshirt or sticker or anything on our merchant page over the Christmas holiday. We appreciate it. It helps us immensely. Um, also, you know what helps us immensely? That five-star review on iTunes. Yes. And, yeah, give us those five stars. Give us a review. Yeah. We really do appreciate it. It gets other people to learn about our show and, and, and you know, just grow, grow the community. So please do that. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars and give us a nice review. And, you know, I love that, you know, some people out there who doesn't don't even use iTunes, they've signed up through iTunes just to leave us a review and five stars. And I really appreciate all those people who have done that. Yeah, very cool. And we're also on Stitcher. We're also on Google Play. And I'm trying to figure out how to get us on Spotify. 
Spotify. You get that message? They, they said. They, I know. I know. Right. I'm working on it because okay. Spotify has started rolling out a podcast yep. section. They've been doing that for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, but they're very selective. It's very. It's like a. It's it's like a special club you got to be a part of. So I don't know who. So you're saying you don't know the handshake yet? No, yeah. I don't know yeah. whose palms I have to grease <laughs> to get in there. I'm working on it. Um, but we'll we'll keep everybody in the know if we get on Spotify. That'd be really cool. So without without that, um, uh, I guess we're out of here, Ben. Cool. Next week we'll we'll have a we'll have Charles and we'll talk about his one week in Twin Peaks. <laughs> In the branches that blow